0: Welcome to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high schoolers where guests share their unique perspectives on arts, education, society, and more. I'm Sally, and I will be your host for- today. We have very special guests, Plata, Doreen, and Samuel. Um, so guys here, can you all say hello to our listeners? Hi. Bye. Hi. So a lot of years, she's going into ninth grade, Doreen into 11th, and Samuel into 12th grade. So, you know, they're all at the start of high school or near the end of high school kind of area. And uh, they have all taken quite a couple of interesting and difficult courses ranging from history, sciences, advanced writing, free calculus, high difficulty level courses like AP World History and AP Chemistry. Also, lots of times these people also have to find ways to balance their schoolwork with other things like uh, extracurricular classes, projects, and don't forget about your health and your life. All right, so as a new school semester is about to start, today we are sharing on the topic of study skills. We're going to be sharing organizational habits and time management skills for fellow high schoolers or anybody else interested. So let us jump in. I'm guessing you guys all have some conclusions and habits when it comes to uh, tackling your studies. So our first question is, kind of habits do you have when it comes to studying, doing your homework, sort of like that? Do you have special habits for you that works really well for
1: you? Okay, I think I can start. So uh, my habit when it comes to studying is I like to prepare all of my study materials early on in the day. So like in the mornings, I would like bring all the books I, need, I will need in the day and put it on my uh, table so that Uh, I won't need to stand up to go get stuff from my uh, bag or the shelf too much. And this way I could minimize the times I could, like I would um, lose my focus when studying.
0: Oh, yeah, that is very interesting. Actually, that's quite inspirational as well because some of the times when you're trying to study, uh, some things like planning to study will just divert you from actually studying. And the fact that you put your things there ready for you early on yeah, that's a great tip,
2: actually. Well, what I like to do is before I start my day, I would usually mentally plan out what times that I would need to do the works and what plans I have for myself. And I would need to know um, exactly how much time I need, to, I need for each and every assignment. And I would allot specific time slots in my day to finish those assignments.
0: Great. Right. Yeah.
3: Like what Lada and Samuel said, I will also, like, prepare everything ready and just make a schedule for the day. And also, before studying, then I will put the notion of trying my best and efforts on every single assignment so so that I will complete it with my best efforts.
0: Mm. Yes, that's a great standard, just doing your best about it. Great. So uh, when you're doing your work, I'm not sure about you guys, all right? But sometimes I feel like a lot of people find it very hard to focus on studying because it's hard and a lot of times it's, it's just not really fun. And it just seems like you can't control your mind and make yourself focus on the thing you're supposed to be focusing on. And I'm wondering if you guys have any tips or tricks when it comes to making your mind focus on your work.
1: Uh, okay, so when studying, I uh, really like to study in a quiet environment that has very little things that could like make me lose my focus and distract me. So like uh, studying at home won't be really good for me because I have two younger sisters that might be like playing around in the background to distract me or like maybe even my phone would like ring or something and distract me so actually studying at school uh, is a better choice for me because I have like very little things that could distract me there.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. A lot of times it's not your mind. It's the things around you. And if you can control your environment to some extent, it'll really help you to do that. Great.
3: And um, I will also put only the work that I have to do on my table so that when I'm doing my homework, I will not look at other subjects at the same time. If I put everything that I need to complete on the table, then I will feel anxious to complete everything at the same time. As a result, I will get distracted.
2: Yeah, I agree with Doreen. I would just say to, to start small and try not to tackle everything at the same time. For example, if you want to write an essay don't make yourself write the entire essay in one sitting. You could uh, maybe start with one paragraph and take a short rest, and then you could start um, another paragraph. That would keep your mind focused, and it would be like short sprints rather than running an entire marathon, which uh, I think is pretty helpful for me, at least.
0: Yeah, that is definitely true. Sometimes you just got to start it break it down and then you can finish a massive thing that if you just never start you're going to have a really hard time finishing. Okie dokie. So we're coming into the range of note taking and there's actually like books and articles on how to take the best sort of notes and uh, do you guys have any special methods that works for you or maybe just how do you take notes?
1: Um, So, I like to uh, highlight the key points with different colors of highlighters, actually, for, like, different topics. And I also like to, like, when taking notes, to take them faster, I like to... Um, invent ways to write a word like shorter than it actually is so that uh, it would be more fast for me to write down the notes. And the last thing, I really like to make mind maps of like challenging chapters and topics so that I, I could get a clearer view of the whole chapter and the key points of that chapter.
0: Oh, that is really cool. I actually also color code my notes that I'm not sure if yours and mine look the same. Mine's is all green and red and blue. <laughs>
2: I think I use different uh, methods of note-taking for different subjects. Like for subjects that are um, more content-heavy, I wouldn't take very long notes. I would just write down the key points and maybe just um, uh, work on a mind map or something like that because there's no way I could incorporate everything, every detail into my notes. But for uh, less less, um, content-oriented courses, I would maybe spend more time on note taking um, for, for economics for example I take very detailed notes I would spend hours and hours on my textbook and just um, pretty much note down everything that I need for me to not refer back to the textbook and refer to my notes instead um, that was pretty helpful when I am reviewing because I would not need to return to the textbook and I would just have, have everything I need in my notebook and I think um, taking notes in that level of detail also helped me understand the concepts a lot better.
0: Yeah, so through the taking notes process, you learn and you're just like condensing a thick book into sort of a couple of pieces of paper you can bring around and such like that.
3: Yeah. As for me, I use different colors, colors to take notes. And for example, I use red for a big topic and then use other color to to present as a topic like and also after taking the notes and sometimes summarize the notes that i've taken
0: hey i also use red for big topics high five (laughs) yeah that's cool so you can you can color code your notes actually it does help Sometimes like, I just look at a big sheet of black words and I just don't want to read it. But if it's color-coded, I'll read it. You can use mind maps. You can just don't use the same method of note-taking for every single subject. Just do what works for you. And of course, try some methods we shared here. Now we're going to dive into the complicated realm of time management. How do you guys like to manage your time? Nowadays you have so much things to do and honestly planning is a big part in making sure you can do everything.
1: Um, so I like to um, do most of my school-related re- work uh, at school and leave like very little or no work for after-school time or, and the weekends, so that I can get as much rest as I can when I'm at home on, and on the weekends. And also, like for maybe like spending time with my family, that's like really useful for me when uh, to leave no work for, after school.
2: Mm. For me. I think I can only spend so much time working on the really hardcore assignments, pretty much only three or four hours every day. So um, what I do is that I I like to allot morning and night for the really really difficult assignment that I really need to focus on. Uh, For example, writing essays and doing tests and doing practice exams and uh, similar assignments because I feel like in the morning and in the night, it's much easier for me to focus and to just forget about everything and to just dive into the work. Uh, in the afternoon, on the other hand, I feel like I'm just very tired after lunch and I'm uh, pretty sleepy. And I, and after a morning of very tiring work, I feel like my attention span is slowly decreasing. And so in the afternoon, I would usually um, use it to do less difficult works and less um, consuming works like math, for example, or maybe just take a rest and um, exercise and do some extra activities.
0: Yeah, that, that's great. That's exactly what I do as well. It really helps to just say this chunk of my time in a day is for this particular type of work or for this particular type of subject. And then you just feel like, oh, it's morning, okay, I'm going to write my essay now. It just works pretty well that way, especially when you have just so many moving parts when it comes to the work you have to do.
3: Yes, I agree with Samuel, and also oftentimes I will do the simplest and easiest assignment first, leaving time for hard, time-consuming assignments. Mm,
0: okay. Um, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people struggle with just sleeping on time and just taking care of your bodies, doing exercise and such. And sometimes for me as well, I have the perfect plan there already. I can finish all my work, but I just can't sleep or exercise. It just doesn't seem to work or click. How do you guys do it? Do you guys early and how do you make yourself sleep early do you guys have any ways or methods
1: um so i don't sleep that early usually so i am not that good oh. of a example on this but okay. i just when i do get to bed i just try to not think of anything too fun that would might make me not sleep <laughs> like because like i often can't fall asleep for a long time so i just try mm. to think of Maybe something more boring than I would, than like, um, like playing or something. Yeah. So I would sometimes try to think of like
2: math
0: or something. I really hope you don't have nightmares about math, but yeah.
2: Oh dear, I can't, I, I can't remember how many times I have just, you know, like you said, made the perfect plan for the night, and still, you know, I, 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 and still not having finished my homework, and still. You know, I, I know I have to finish it, so I keep on working until maybe 11 p.m. or 12 p.m. And so this is, a, this is something that I, I still struggle on a lot after, after quite a few years. I think a teacher of mine once explained this pretty nicely. She said, in high school, there are three things that are very important to a student's life. The first is academics. The second is extracurriculars. And the third is sleep out of these three, one can only choose to do two. If you want good academics, and if you want good extracurricular activities, then you don't get a lot of sleep. But And if you want good academics, and also you want a lot of time to sleep, to sleep then you don't get the time for extracurricular activities. And I think um, that is the problem. We want we, All of us want to do just so many things. We want to, you know, have good grades. We want to do a lot of, extracurricular activities and you want sleep, but um, at the end of the day, no matter how how efficient we are, I think there is only so much time we have. All of us just have 24 hours.
0: Okay, that's true. <laughs> Sometimes if you try your best, you don't have to be too hard on yourself because, yeah, like Samuel said, you got 24 hours. You did something else, that is, so you're not going to go to sleep. But at the same time, be careful about your health. sometimes choose to sleep other rather, rather than study just to make sure you can study the next
2: day. Yeah and, and your health is really important. Without your health, you can't do um, you, you can't have a good grade or you can't do uh, a lot of extracurricular activities. As I said, our t- all of our time are limited and I would just say to make your health one of your priorities
3: mm-hmm. To be honest, I also struggled to sleep earlier and oftentimes I just chose academics and extracurricular activities over sleep and I know it's very bad but still sometimes I just cannot go to bed early and leaving all my homework unfinished but sometimes because I just go to exercise in the afternoon and at night at a specific time, then I will just feel sleepy. So I know if I don't go to sleep and continue to do my homework, then probably my efficiency will be so low, so I'm forced to go to sleep.
0: Yeah, that is true. You gotta realize when you need to sleep when you are just studying and you're not making sense anymore. And I know we touched on this a little bit previously with of saying she likes to study in a uh, quiet environment. But question out here is, what is the perfect study environment for you? Do you have a perfect study environment? Do you care? If you do, can you share what's the ingredients? Okay,
1: so um, as I said, I really like to study at school because... Um, everyone else is around me studying uh, when I'm there and um, it's very quiet and there's nothing to distract me there and also I when when I can't study at school like if I'm uh, on on weekends when I have to study I like to have a table that's very clean like doesn't have any small items that might distract me and only the books and the utensils that I might need.
0: I think I should learn from from you uh, my table has, a lot of stuff right now, <laughs> and to be honest, sometimes I have this huge table, and a week goes by, and the space I have comes down to like a lot smaller.
2: I agree with Lada. I would say having people, having people around you who are studying, helps a lot. Um, but my perfect studying environment is not at school because at school you know everyone, I and mean, people, um, may come to your table to ask you something. Or you you could go to their table and ask them for something, but my studying environment is at the library where there is a studying room for about a hundred people. And um, but unlike at school, at the library you don't know any people there, so uh, people won't won't go to you to ask you things. Um, so that I think it's pretty really helpful for me to have um, to have the vibe of just everyone studying nonstop around me and um, not knowing any of these people.
0: That's quite interesting. I have not tried studying at the library before. I have not tried that. Uh, Do you mean the Guangzhou Library?
2: Yes,
3: yes.
0: Ah, okay.
3: Gotta try that sometime. Oh, my perfect environment for studying is I think it's at home. But, of course, at home, you cannot, like, let your parents or siblings to come. But you just stay in one room alone. And I think staying alone so people won't come in and distract you. And if it's in school, then even during class time, there will be people standing up and talking so there will be distraction
0: yeah that is true sometimes you just need to close yourself off sometimes i i feel like i like to just find a wall in front of me you know maybe behind me everybody's studying but i'm facing a wall so i don't see them really and uh, it, it helps me focus as well so it depends on what you like right Maybe you like looking at other people sitting, or maybe you like staring at a wall. It, you know, you just have to find the thing that works best for you. All right. And those have been really, really great tips. And uh, that will be the end of this episode. Thank you so much three of you for joining this this has been great i've learned a couple of things really about you guys and about studying as well and for our listeners out there thanks for listening to another episode of thought jar and be sure to listen when the next one drops